Section 7 of In Time of Emergency, A Citizen's Handbook on Nuclear Attack, Natural Disasters, by United States Office of Civil Defense. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Part 2. Major Natural Disasters. Many of the actions recommended in Part 1 of this handbook to help you prepare for and live through a nuclear attack, such as learning the warning signals, stocking emergency supplies, taking a course in emergency skills, and knowing how to fight fires at home, also would help you in case a major natural disaster occurs in your area. If you are prepared for nuclear attack, you are also prepared to cope with most peacetime disasters. Disasters that kill hundreds of Americans every year, injure thousands, inflict widespread suffering and hardship, and cause great economic loss. Part 2 of this handbook is intended to help you prepare for those natural disasters that may occur in your area, and tell you the right actions to take if they occur. Chapter 1 gives general guidance applicable to various types of natural disasters. Succeeding chapters give special advice on floods, hurricanes, tornadoes, winter storms, and earthquakes. Chapter 1. General Guidance there are certain things you can learn and do that will help you get ready for and cope with almost any type of natural disaster. Perhaps the most basic thing you can do is to keep calm. This may mean the difference between life and death. In many disasters, people have been killed or injured needlessly because they took thoughtless actions when they should have done something else, or done nothing at all just then. In a time of emergency, taking proper action may save your life. Take time to think, and then take the considered action that the situation calls for. Usually this will be the action you have planned in advance, or the action you are instructed to take by responsible authorities. Here is other guidance that applies to most types of natural disasters. Warning. Learn your community's warning signals. In most communities having outdoor warning systems, the attack warning signal is a wavering sound on the sirens, or a series of short blasts on whistles, horns, or other devices. This signal will be used only to warn of an attack against the United States. Many communities are also using an attention or alert signal, usually a three to five minute steady blast, to get the attention of their people in a time of threatened or impending peacetime emergency. In most places, the action or the alert signal means that people should turn on their radio or television sets to hear important emergency information being broadcast. You should find out now, before any emergency occurs, what warning signals are being used in your community, what they sound like, what they mean, and what actions you should take when you hear them. Also, whenever a major storm or other peacetime disaster threatens, Keep your radio or television set turned on to hear Weather Bureau reports and forecasts, issued by the Environmental Science Services Administration of the United States Department of Commerce, as well as other information and advice that may be broadcast by your local government. When you are warned of an emergency, get your information on the radio or television. Use your telephone only to report important events, such as fires, flash floods, or tornado sightings, to the local authorities. If you tie up the telephone line simply to get information, you may prevent emergency calls from being completed. Emergency Supplies 
a major disaster of almost any kind may interfere with your normal supplies of water, food, heat, and other day-to-day -day necessities. You should keep on hand, in or around your home, a stock of emergency supplies sufficient to meet your needs for a few days, or preferably for a week. If you stayed at home during the disaster, these supplies would help you live through the period of emergency without hardship. If you had to evacuate your home and move temporarily to another location, your emergency supplies could be taken with you and used en route or after you arrived at the new location, where regular supplies might not be available. Even if you only had to move to an emergency shelter station set up by a local agency, these supplies might be helpful to you or make your stay easier. The most important items to keep on hand are water, preferably in plastic jugs or other stoppered containers, canned or sealed packaged foods that do not require refrigeration or heat for cooking, medicines needed by family members, and a first aid kit, blankets or sleeping bags, flashlights or lanterns, a battery-operated radio, and perhaps a covered container to use as an emergency toilet. In addition, an automobile in good operating condition with an ample supply of gasoline may be necessary in case you have to leave your home. In those parts of the country subject to hurricanes or floods, it is also wise to keep on hand certain emergency materials you may need to protect your home from wind and water, such as plywood sheeting or lumber to board up your windows and doors, and plastic sheeting or tarpaulins to protect furniture and appliances. Fire Protection and Fire Fighting Fires are a special hazard in a time of disaster. They may start more readily, and the help of the fire department may not be available quickly. Therefore, it is essential that you, one, follow the fire prevention rules given on page 52, and be especially careful not to start fires. Two, know how to put out small fires yourself. Three, have on hand simple tools and equipment needed for firefighting. After a natural disaster. Use extreme caution in entering or working in buildings that may have been damaged or weakened by the disaster, as they may collapse without warning. Also, there may be gas leaks or electrical short circuits. Don't bring lanterns, torches, or lighted cigarettes into buildings that have been flooded or otherwise damaged by a natural disaster, since there may be leaking gas lines or flammable material present. Stay away from fallen or damaged electric wires which may still be dangerous. Check for leaking gas pipes in your home. Do this by smell only. Don't use matches or candles. If you do smell gas, do this. 1. Open all windows and doors. 2. Turn off the main gas valve at the meter. 3. Leave the house immediately. 4. Notify the gas company or the police or fire department. 5. Don't re-enter the house until you are told it is safe to do so. If any of your electrical appliances are wet, first turn off the main power switch in your house, then unplug the wet appliance, dry it out, reconnect it, and finally turn on the main power switch. Caution, do not do any of these things while you are wet or standing in water. If fuses blow when the electric power is restored, turn off the main power switch again, and then inspect for short circuits in your home wiring, appliances, and equipment. Check your food and water supplies before using them. 
foods that require refrigeration may be spoiled if electric power has been off for some time also don't eat food that has come in contact with flood waters be sure to follow the instructions of local authorities concerning the use of food and water supplies if needed get food clothing medical care or shelter at red cross stations or from local government authorities stay away from disaster areas sightseeing could interfere with first aid or rescue work and may be dangerous as well don't drive unless necessary and drive with caution watch for hazards to yourself and others and report them to local authorities write telegraph or telephone your relatives after the emergency is over so they will know you are safe otherwise local authorities may waste time locating you or if you have evacuated to a safer location they may not be able to find you however do not tie up the phone lines if they are still needed for official emergency calls do not pass on rumors or exaggerated reports of damage follow the advice and instructions of your local government on ways to help yourself and your community recover from the emergency chapter two floods and hurricanes in addition to the general guidance in chapter one of this section there are certain emergency actions particularly associated with major floods hurricanes and storm tides or surges these types of disasters usually are preceded by extended periods of warning people living in areas likely to be most severely affected often are warned to move to safer locations evacuation if you are warned to evacuate your home and move to another location temporarily there are certain things to remember and do here are the most important ones follow the instructions and advice of your local government if you are told to evacuate do it promptly if you are instructed to move to a certain location go there don't go anywhere else if certain travel routes are specified or recommended use those routes rather than trying to find shortcuts of your own it will help if you have previously become familiar with the routes likely to be used if you are told to shut off your water gas or electric service before leaving home do so also find out on the radio where emergency housing and mass feeding stations are located in case you need to use them secure your home before leaving if you have time and if you have not received other instructions from your local government you should take the following actions before leaving your home bring outside possessions inside the house or tie them down securely this includes outdoor furniture garbage cans garden tools signs and other movable objects that might be blown or washed away board up your windows so they won't be broken by high winds water flying objects or debris if flooding is likely move furniture and other movable objects to the upper floor of your house disconnect any electrical appliances or equipment that cannot be moved but don't touch them if you are wet or standing in water do not stack sandbags around the outside walls of your house to keep flood waters out of your basement water seeping downward through the earth either beyond the sandbags or over them may collect around the basement walls and under the floor creating pressure that could damage the walls or else raise the entire basement and cause it to float out of the ground in most cases it is better to permit the flood waters to flow freely into the basement 
or flood the basement yourself with clean water if you feel sure it will be flooded anyway. This will equalize the water pressure on the inside and outside of the basement walls and floor, and thus avoid structural damage to the foundation and the house. Lock house doors and windows. Park your car in the garage or driveway, close the windows, and lock it, unless you are driving to your new temporary location. Travel with care. If your local government is arranging transportation for you, precautions will be taken for your safety. But if you are walking or driving your own car to another location, keep in mind these things. Leave early enough so as not to be marooned by flooded roads, fallen trees, and wires. Make sure you have enough gasoline in your car. Follow recommended routes. As you travel, keep listening to the radio for additional information and instructions from your local government. Watch for washed-out or undermined roadways, earth slides, broken sewer or water mains, loose or downed electric wires, and falling or fallen objects. Watch out for areas where rivers or streams may flood suddenly. Don't try to cross a stream or a pool of water unless you are certain that the water will not be above your knees, or above the middle of your car's wheels, all the way across. Sometimes the water will hide a bridge or a part of the road that has been washed out. If you decide it is safe to drive across it, put your car in low gear and drive very slowly to avoid splashing water into your engine and causing it to stop. Also, remember that your brakes may not work well after the wheels of your car have been in deep water. Try them out a few times when you reach the other side. During a hurricane. If your house is on high ground and you haven't been instructed to evacuate, stay indoors. Don't try to travel, since you will be in danger from flying debris, flooded roads, and downed wires. Keep listening to your radio or television set for further information and advice. If the center or eye of the hurricane passes directly over you, there will be a temporary lull in the wind, lasting from a few minutes to perhaps a half hour or more. Stay in a safe place during this lull. The wind will return, perhaps with even greater force, from the opposite direction. Special Advice on Flash Floods In many areas, unusually heavy rains may cause quick or flash floods. Small creeks, gullies, dry stream beds, ravines, culverts, or even low-lying grounds frequently flood very quickly and endanger people sometimes before any warning can be given. In a period of heavy rains, be aware of this hazard, and be prepared to protect yourself against it. If you see any possibility of a flash flood occurring where you are, move immediately to a safer location, don't wait for instructions to move, and then notify your local authorities of the danger, so other people can be warned. End of section 7